A Journey of Faith, Chapter 3. Be real with your emotions. Let's return to the story of the prodigal son. We read in Luke 15, 17, he came to himself. He connected to his emotions. He realised he didn't like the situation he found himself in. The father's servant were living a better quality of life than he was currently living. He was prepared to be a servant because he no longer saw his worth as a son. He would apologise for his actions. He arose and started on his journey home to be with his father. We also read in Luke 15, 28 about the emotions of the eldest son. He was angry and would not go in. The importance of being real. If someone was to ask you the question, how are you feeling? Nine times out of 10, you would respond, I'm feeling fine. However, there are many times when you're not feeling fine and wish there was someone there to support you. I know it can be difficult to be real with everyone to share how you feel inside, but it's important for your well-being to have at least one person you can confide in and be honest about your emotional health and well-being. Jesus' disciples. In the previous chapter, we've read about how Jesus chose his first disciples. He chose 12 disciples who were his core team. He sent out the 12 and gave them their mission. He gave the disciples strict instructions about how they should prepare for this journey. Jesus continued his ministry feeling the sick, feeding 5,000 men besides women and children. Other disciples came to join his mission. The number of disciples increased so eventually he had 70 to send out to neighbouring towns and villages to make preparation for his arrival. What was the impact of their journey? When the servants returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons obeyed us when we use your name. The example of Jesus. In many of the stories in the Bible we're told Jesus took Peter, James and John, his inner core with him when he had a special thing to do. John had an even closer relationship with him and is often referred to as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He also showed us the importance of supporting our loved ones when he died on the cross. He asked John to look after his mother. If Jesus set this example for us, it's a good example for us to follow. Obstacles in the journey. I'm going to be real now. As you go on this journey of faith, obstacles are going to be placed in your way to slow you down. You may even have to stop for a while, depending on what the obstacle is. Not everyone's going to be happy with the choices you've taken and new direction your life is going. Not everyone is going to be joyful. Some may even be angry as the prodigal son, oldest brother. When you face these obstacles, be real with yourself and go and show your feelings with trusted friends and get support. The importance of crying. At the funeral, the pastor told the family in particular, but all of us who intended, we need to weep for our loved ones. We need to express our emotions. Don't bottle them up. Crying is a way to express our emotions and crying will bring healing. The importance of forgiveness. Forgiveness is the intention of voluntarily pardoning someone who has caused you distress, either knowingly or unknowingly. It's not forgetting what they've done to you, but you deciding you want to progress with the rest of your life. 
Following the time of forgiveness, the individuals involved may rebuild their relationship or decide to part amicable. We find many examples of Jesus offering forgiveness to others, which annoyed many of the leaders observing him. We find his ultimate example as he hung on the cross when he said in Luke 23:34, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Doctors are finding many diseases are linked to unforgiveness and a lack of being able to share emotions. We need to take the advice of Solomon found in Ecclesiastes 3, 1-4. There is a time for everything under the sun, including a time to be born, a time to die, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. How does this relate to me? When you go through seasons of life, you share those seasons with others. As you go along this journey of faith, you're going to share the experience with others. As you go along your own personal journey, changes will happen. First, you'll have your own personal revival when you make your decision to start this journey with God. The decision will impact your life. In many ways, places you visit, the language you use, things you eat and drink, if you start to make different choices. These choices will be observed by others, especially those closest to you. The changes were at first internal, but now they're being seen by others externally. In time, you'll become connected with others who are on a similar journey to you. In this group, you will have some close friends who you'll share your inner feelings and emotions with, like Peter, James and John were to Jesus. These will become your trusted friends, so you can share your real emotions. This is how you'll get supported, especially when you face obstacles in your way. The importance of prayer. As you share your challenges and are real, these friends should encourage you by praying with you and for you. They should point to Bible verses, which have promises that you can claim for the challenges you're going through. Reading and claiming these promises as prayers will strengthen you more. A good place to start is the Psalms, as King David, who wrote many of them, was able to express his emotions in an honest way. Psalms 143 gives me comfort with a heading, an earnest appeal for guidance and deliverance. Other Psalms for encouragement are Psalms 23, 46, 91. Who is God to you? There are many occasions you just need to have some time alone with God so you can be real with him and let him know how you feel. Let me share my own experience with you to illustrate this. One week in church, a sermon was preached on Jesus attending the wedding in Canaan with his disciples. Remember, Mary told the servants to do exactly what her son told them to do. At the end of the sermon, the preacher told me to go home and pour out my heart to God and share with him how I was feeling about the challenges I was facing, which were many. She said if I felt angry with him, tell him. I didn't have a relationship with God in this way at this time, so it felt strange at first. It took a while and several attempts before I became real before God and was able to pour out my heart to him. There was a lot of crying, but in the end a sense of peace and healing. In the end, I picked up a pen and paper and described who God was to me then. These actions changed my relationship from one where I knew about him 
like I know about the Queen of England or other person in the media, to one of knowing him intimately for myself. I would encourage you to take some time out to write or record a list of whom God is for you. You too may go on an emotional journey, but be reassured in the end you'll have peace, a peace which money cannot buy.